It's that you don't have to change to meet Mr. Right. Women are so focused on what did I do wrong? How should I change? Should I straighten my hair? Should I lose weight? Should I change a different color? Should I? You don't have to do any of that shit. You don't have to change to find the guy. You have to change your choice of guy. And if you change your choice of men, the whole world opens up. You could be exactly who you are right now and be loved unconditionally. But if you keep dating the same kind of guy in a different body, that is what leads to madness. That's what leads to frustration. That's what leads to women in their 60s never having received unconditional love. Hey, midlifers. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Everyone, welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. I wish I could sing because I would sing you Beyonce's, what is it, the all the, the single ladies single songs? Ladies. <laughs> all the single ladies. Single ladies, listen up. And actually, even if you're not single, um, it's a great show to listen to today because it's about relationships and it's about love. And we all need that. We all need some love. So today's guest is Evan Mark Katz. He is the, the premier dating coach, let me just say. He is the author of four books and has been featured in hundreds of media outlets since 2003. His blog has over 35 million readers. Gulp. His podcast has over 2.5 million downloads, good golly, and 13,000 women have taken Love You, his video course that helps smart, successful women find love. Evan is happily married and lives in Los Angeles. Stay tuned to the end, you guys, for a fabulous free gift that he's going to give to you. Welcome to the show. It is great to have you. I told you before we hit record, you are the first male dating expert that I've had on the show, which is pretty cool. I'm flattered to be here. Uh, I love your energy. And uh, yeah, I've been doing this for, for 20 years uh, before there were, was such a thing as dating coaches. I might be the first person to hang out his shingle. And then after about four or five years of doing it, I realized 80% of my clients were women. I didn't look for women. Women found me because men need help, but don't ask for it. Yeah, and that interest. Well, we all know that they don't even ask for directions. Indeed, it's a <laughs> stereotype based in truth. Uh, so I was telling you a bit more about my audience. Obviously, we're all at midlife here, between forty and sixty-ish, roughly. Right? There could be some people out there that have been single for a while. 
Um, and there could also be just like how I was that I got a divorce in my forties and I went out into the dating world and I had not dated in over my golly 20 plus years. So it had changed a lot. It wasn't like back then or not, which of course you still can, but where you would just like hope to meet, you know, Prince Charming in the produce section at the grocery store. Now it was all about the online dating thing. And I'll admit I was terrified of it. So if there's someone out there that was in, is in that same boat, what do you have to say about that? Any suggestions, <laughs> recommendations? Where do you start? <laughs> um, uh, you, you, you take a really big question. You toss it off really casually. <laughs> like, so I'm single. How do I find love? Where do I? Right. I have, yep. as mentioned, I have a six month course to take people yeah. from that place where they're sort of starting over and don't trust their judgment and either getting over a breakup or nervous about putting themselves out or dating without any uh, results. And the whole first month of my course is on confidence. And usually the first thing that gets eroded when you're going through a breakup, right, is your confidence. So there's no point in even yeah. dating until you can get you back and then you're ready to get yeah. back out there. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, um, it can be overwhelming to to go out there. And especially, yeah, like you said, after after a breakup and then after a divorce, whatever, you're you're a little sensitive. Uh, I know I was. And just to try to get the the courage to get back out there is a lot. But I think and I love again that you that you said that about the confidence piece, because you do have to kind of like gain your confidence back and your strength and to get back into touch with yourself, um, especially after getting out of a relationship like that. Yeah. And uh, mm. I don't think there's like a magic bullet to do it, but yeah. the first step is getting past your limiting beliefs about what's possible. We all are victims of the recency effect, right? Mm. Uh, my, my husband cheated on me. All men are cheaters. Last yeah. guy couldn't hold down a job. I don't want to be a nurse with a purse one day, take care of some slacker guy, right? Oh, I was in a yeah. sexless relationship for the past five years. I'm looking for chemistry. So there's all this confusion about what's going on and mm -hmm. none of it actually serves us well. I yeah. look at dating like putting on a pair of shoes. If the shoes fit, wear the shoes. If the shoes don't fit, you just try on a different pair. But we internalize yeah. it. We make it really personal. There's something wrong with men. There's something wrong with me. And maybe <laughs> there's nothing wrong with your foot or the shoes. You just have to keep on trying on different shoes until you find a good fit. Yes. I love that you said that. Um, that was one thing that I found for me that worked well was just getting out there and just kind of, I, I found that actually like I, that my likes and dislikes changed what I thought that I didn't like. I was like, oh, that's maybe not so bad, you know? And then I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. I actually like this person. I never thought I would like a person like that or, you know, be, fall in love with somebody like that. So I kind of look at it. Maybe this is a bad analogy, Evan, but it's like a buffet. You go out there, <laughs> sample what you like. If you like it, cool. Maybe go sample a little bit more. If you don't like it, then you know. But you won't know unless you try. Can I build on your buffet yes, metaphor? Please. 
May I? You may. I, let's look at it closer to a supermarket. Oh, I okay. Like it. Most of my clients, right, who are your listeners, right, women yeah. forty to sixty, those are my. That's my. That's my demographic. Have everything but the guy. They're attractive. Mm. They're intelligent. They um, have meaningful careers, friends, family. This is the one thing they haven't been able to put together. So they got yeah. one really strong muscle, right? Life, right? Career, home, friends. One really weak muscle. That's the relationships. Mm. When it comes to dating, people tend to go for the junk food aisle of the supermarket. Uh. And then they become convinced that that's what men are. I can't help what I'm attracted to. That's what I like. Mm -hmm. And so I keep on choosing rich alpha male douchebags. And (laughs) why they have no character and why they cheat on me and why they never have time for me and why they're always so angry and selfish and insensitive to my needs. And it's like you're just shopping in the junk food aisle and you're saying, what? Why, why am I still feeling overweight? You haven't even considered that there's a whole other supermarket yeah. with healthier food. And yeah. I know when I say this tortured metaphor, people have an immediate reaction. Okay. All right, Evan, you're telling me I can't have the junk food. I get that. Are you asking me to eat rice cakes and kale for the rest of my life? Are you telling me <laughs> to go out with a guy where there's no attraction? And 20 years of this, I've never said that once, but it's what everybody hears when I say you got to quit your junk food. So yes, it's a buffet and you could have Mm -hmm. your steak and ice cream over here and your heart will explode when you're 50. And you can have your rice cakes and kale over here and be like, oh my God, these men are so boring. (laughs) And you convince yourself that that's all there is in the buffet. And there's this narrow lane, we'll call it 10% of guys where it's yeah. good, healthy, fun, cute, smart, legit. That's where your relationship lane is. And we get so caught up in the 90% of men who fall outside of it that it ruins the entire dating yes. experience. I know, exactly. Then you have this perception that dating is bad or even online dating is bad, but it's not. Yeah, I think dating is a lot about it's self-reflection. You really do have to look at yourself in the mirror and go, hmm, just like Dr. Phil would say, you know, how's that working for you? <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have something that I think is validating and powerful that I would love to share with your listeners. And that it's that yes. you don't have to change to meet Mr. Right. Mm. Women are so focused on mm-hmm. what do I do wrong? How should I change? Should I straighten my hair? Should I lose weight? Should I change a different color? Should I? You don't have to do any of that shit. You don't have to change yeah. to find the guy. You have to change your choice of guy. And if you change your choice yeah. of men, the whole world opens up. You could be exactly who you are right now and be loved unconditionally. But if you keep dating the same kind of guy in a different body, yep. that is what leads to madness. That's what leads to frustration. That's what leads to women in their 60s never having received unconditional yeah. love And it's all because they can't help unconsciously the men that they're attracted to, that they choose over and over, hoping for a different outcome. And the problem Mm -hmm. is the choice of men, not you as an individual. Yeah. 
It's just like Einstein said, you, you, you can't solve a problem with the same level of mind that created it. Like you have to change your thinking about men, about dating, about relationships, right? So uh, the programs you have, I was looking on your website. You've, I mean, you have so much. You guys seriously just like go to the website. It's like jam packed. <laughs> you can tell that like Evan's done his work here. <laughs> 20 years, right? Is that what you said? 20 years of this? Oh my gosh. Uh, it yeah. shows. I'm, 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 50, I'm 51 now. I, I wrote my first book when I was 31. Wow. You kind of know a thing or two about it. That's great. I love it. So your uh, programs, I was looking at the, uh, well, I guess it's what, is it Love You Digital or Love University, maybe digital. Uh, the other one I noticed was pretty cool. Why He Disappeared. That's got to be a good one. Believe in Love, Finding the One Online. And what's this one? E. Sirono online dating profile. Easterno is actually my, Easterno is my first business. It was an online dating profile writing service. Um, but it's very specifically for conventional dating sites, right? Uh, you don't need a, yeah. a professional writer to write you one line on Bumble, but if you're using like yeah. a match.com or an okay Cupid, I have a team of people who writes 99th percentile quality profiles to attract higher quality men. And that makes a difference. I mean, it's almost like if you think about it, especially now with all the electronics uh, and, and uh, AI, right? It's just like resumes. If you don't, if your resume is not catching the right things, whoop, 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 it's going to be swipe, swipe, swipe. Right. It's the central metaphor of that. I told you my first book 20 years ago is called, I can't believe I'm buying this book. The central metaphor is that you're, you're job hunting and your profile is your resume. And if yeah. you're not getting the attention from the right kind of guys, some of it has to do with your resume. Of course, the photo matters. No one's going to diminish the importance of the photo. But once they get past their right. photo, there's lots of attractive women. Yeah. What are you giving them to respond to? What do they get out of dating you? These are questions that very few people take the time to ask or answer in their profile. Uh, and that is often a big differentiator as to why men choose some women over others. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I want to state like what you said earlier about, you don't have to change yourself. I think there's this perception of like, I have to change myself in order to get the right man. It's like, no, huh? it's like these little tiny tweaks and, and whether it's tweaking and your twink, tweaking and you're thinking no, <laughs> either how you think or in your profile or what you're putting out there in the universe, what aisles you're going down in the grocery store, if you will, metaphorically, like all of that is really what needs change. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm really big on personal growth and change, but not in like yeah. the pseudo-spiritual, right? Like, yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a manifester. I'm not a vision board guy. It's very, very tangible, hands-on. What can I control? What can't I control? I can't control men. Yeah. I can't control Tinder. I can't control yeah. my city. I can control, can I get online for a half hour a day to flirt with guys? I can control which guys I give my number to and screen yeah. via FaceTime. I can control whether he gets a second date on a Saturday night. If I, got, if I don't feel comfortable with him, I'm not going to give him a second date. If I didn't have fun, I'm not going to give him a second date. If I wasn't attracted, I'm not going to give him a second date. Yeah. You can control all sorts of things. 
and thereby eliminate most of the guys who will waste your time sometime in the first few weeks of dating. And mm -hmm. that's usually where people go down the wrong road. They're so scarred, so lonely, so confused about, I don't know what's right for me, that yeah. you ignore red flags that that yes. one year, five years down the road, they were there in the first month you were dating and you just didn't even pay attention to it. So in Love yeah. You, we try to make sure that you, we can't guarantee you a husband, of course, but we can guarantee you can't get into a bad relationship while you're in coaching. And that's a huge part of the battle. Yeah. And I think too, at this, at this age, you know, like when you're at midlife, like you're moving into your second chapter, it's going to be totally different than when you're dating in your twenties and you're looking for someone to make babies with and, you know, <laughs> climb the corporate ladder with someone. And then da -da. now it's like totally different when you're in your forties and fifties, you're looking. And that's, I think, you know, that's something else that really is something that each person needs to look at. Like your values have changed. What your what your dreams are have changed compared to 20s and then in your 50s. <clears throat> Old habits die hard. Yeah. So yeah. So yes, people change over time, but what yeah. people find attractive doesn't change as much. If you like mm. big muscle guys, you're gonna like big muscle guys. And if you like funny guys, you're gonna like funny guys. And you like brilliant guys, you're gonna like brilliant guys. And you're gonna give those yeah. guys a free pass if he's rich or funny or brilliant. Yeah. That guy could get away with murder, and you'll still probably rationalize why you put up with it. So yeah. Yeah. In, in my work, I never argue with people about what they're attracted to. That's a non-negotiable thing. I'm not here to convince right. you that something unattractive is attractive. What I'm telling you is that you don't always have to act on attraction, right? Mm. That was one of the mm. biggest epiphanies that I had is it's the same way if you're an alcoholic. Like you mis right. may still like the feeling of being buzzed. You just don't reach for the drink anymore because you know right. where it leads. So we need to yeah. have the willpower to say, no, I know where this leads. I've done this before. Yeah. I've done the yeah. situation. I've done the separated guy. I've done the, he's between jobs. I've done the, I don't know what I'm looking for. We don't need to waste time with any of those guys ever again. Yeah. You're so good. You're good at this. Dang. I, I needed you. I needed you back then. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm curious. The people that come to you, are they the ones that are just getting out for the first time into the dating world? Or are they the ones that are like, gosh, I am so frustrated. I've tried all these different apps. I've tried this, tried that, and I'm giving up. Or is it somewhere I've, in between uh, or a little bit all above? Once upon a time, I pulled my, my mailing list and I had a, a, a breakdown of, of these categories because because people are people, but the phase of love they're in is different. So I, I realized 40% of my clients were dating. 40% of my clients were taking a break from dating. And 20% of my clients were in dissatisfying relationships. Mm. Right. So with that, I created resources for each of them, one of which I'm going to give to your uh, readers at the end of the call. Uh, nice. the one for, for people who are actively dating. It doesn't mean you can't stand to gain from it if you're taking a break or in a relationship, yeah. but it is very right. dating specific. Um, and so it 
almost doesn't matter where you are in that arc. The common denominator is you're not happy with the status quo and you want to do something different to produce a different yeah. result. Exactly. Ah, I love it. I was listening to, uh, watching one of your videos. I think it was on the love you one. Um, and there's a couple of things you said that I loved, uh, on the love you. And you had said, I can't change men and I can't change online dating, but I can change your approach. Genius. And that's really what it's about. Well, if you were to bring in again, I I I know I go too far with the comparisons and the metaphors. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. But if you're a company, I mean, this is I'm I'm gonna this is probably not the best one. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> I'm a sports fan. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. And the Yankees had a really bad year this year. And what they did was hire like a big five New York consulting firm, like a McKinsey, to come in mm-hmm. and audit their entire organization and figure out what they're doing wrong that they can't see. Mm. that's what I try to do from a love perspective Mm. is we look at the whole thing holistically. And my guess is that everybody, no matter how smart, how much work you've done, we all have blind spots. If we can tweak, as you said earlier, what you may be missing in your blind spots that you can spend your whole life doing X, Y, and Z and not even know it. If we can jimmy that a little bit, you add all these yep. things up, we do 20 different things, 20% better. That produces an amazingly different result. And that goes from which website you're using to how you market yourself, to how soon you, you text, to the tone of your text, to the pace of when you go on the first date, to how you show up on a first date, to how you deal with sex, to how you date multiple people at the same time, to how you have difficult conversations. There's so many things that can be done differently. And people mm. just think, well, it's love. It should just happen. And there's nothing else in the world where we think we need absolutely no skill to do it, <laughs> except for this. <laughs> I know. And it's like such an important part of life. It's the, yeah. I'm, I know I'm biased. It's the. it's the most important thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, last night I was watching um, on Netflix, Dan Buettner's How to Live to 100. Have you seen it? I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. Yeah. So it's like the study of centurions, the blue zones, people that live to a hundred and they they sat there and like one of the most important things was connection and love and intimate relationship. And there was a couple, I think it was in Italy where they both had spouses that I think one had passed away. The other one, they had gotten a divorce and then they met, I think in their fifties or sixties and how it was such a great, beautiful love that they felt like their their you know their last few decades of life were like set just because they had someone to share that with, and and they're saying like how that literally being in an intimate relationship can extend your life. Um, Harvard yeah. Longitudinal Study, um, the biggest study mm-hmm. of people over. 75 years, um, said sort of in no uncertain terms that the greatest ticket to your happiness is love full stop. And so we can Mm. dissemble and we can claim, no, but I love my work and I love my pets and I love my kids. And at the end of the day, 
Having someone who loves you unconditionally, supports you, takes care of you, is there for you, is your rock, is your person. There is no substitute. And we could distract ourselves with everything. And it's fine. I'm not going to be the you know, judgy married guy looking down. All my clients are single. I, I'm going to look down on single people. But nobody comes to me to say, Evan, <laughs> I'm perfectly happy. Just wanted to let you know. Thank you. Never. Everybody who's ever reached out, Mm-mm. missing something that feels yeah. central. And you could have money yeah. and you could raise great kids who grow up to be great adults. And you could have work that gives you meaning. Yeah. And it's still better to wake up next to someone and have your weekends. He makes you coffee and you go on a hike together and you have a dinner party for your couple friends. You bust out some board games and you make love at the end of the night. And I've never met anybody who doesn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel like um, there's like too much uh, focus on like, Oh, you can be alone. I remember I actually had someone that say that said that to me, like, Oh, you just can't be alone. Like, Oh, I can be alone. Like I have no problem being alone. I love hanging out with Wendy, but I am a human being and human beings are meant to connect meant to be in love or to love. Right. And to be loved. So yeah, it's like when I started off on my RV journey across the country, I was by myself, me, myself and I, and it was great, wonderful, but is it better now that I have someone to share that experience with? Yes, definitely for sure. So yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's so, so important to find someone that you want to spend your life with. And I know this conversation sometimes makes people, this conversation sometimes makes people feel attacked. Um, even though it's, it's not an Mm. attack, it's Mm -hmm. more of an observation. We get very caught up in our our identity. We get defensive about our choices. And I completely understand. I recently wrote something. I've got a a, a Substack newsletter, evanmarkkatz.com forward slash Substack called Love Splaining. Mm. And my observation, you can take take it or leave it, is that there are different conditions in life. The bottom condition, the one you don't want, is to be in a miserable relationship or to Mm. be unhappily single, to be miserable alone. Mm. Both are kind of at the bottom of desirability. So if you get out Mm. of a bad marriage after 25 years, you're like, oh, I can breathe again. I can be myself. I don't feel trapped at home. I don't have to deal with his shit. Okay. Now I'm off the bottom and I'm up here. And now I'm going to fill up my life with stuff I love. I'm going to take my Zumba class and I'm going to go to the book club and I'm going to book this retreat. (laughs) Man, I'm really living right now. And then you get really settled and happy there. And that's a good thing. But what are you afraid of? Getting stuck in another crappy relationship. So what do you do? You Mm -hmm. say, I'm perfectly happy being alone. And what do you cut off? (laughs) What do you cut off for? The possibility that you could say, not just have this life, but have a partner in this life that amplifies that. Yeah, right. Because everything exactly. is better when you're sharing it with someone you love. We know that, but we're so afraid of making the wrong choice and getting hurt that we tell ourselves, "Nope, I'm fine alone." But that's yep. you're, you'd rather be alone than in a bad relationship. You would not rather be alone than in a good relationship. Yeah. Ah, you're a good storyteller. Love it. You're like, thank you. Okay. I, I said I I have no skills whatsoever. I'm, I'm a <laughs> I'm a writer. 
dated a lot and has been married happily for 15 years. So that's all I got. So one other thing I wanted to say that um, that you mentioned in that video was about having fun. Dating should be fun. And I feel like, again, a lot of people will go out there, out into the dating world. They're like, oh, my God, this is so stressful. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. So speak on that. um, uh, I guess I'm going to go back to more metaphors. So. And it's 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 true. I use them because they're 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 easy and they make a simple visual point. Yeah. So you go to the gym. I'm someone who really doesn't love the gym. Um, I'm fortunate that I have a decent metabolism, but I'm still a 50 year old dad bod guy. I know for a fact there's people who love the gym. And why do they love the gym? Because they have a routine that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It gives them energy. It gives them structure. It makes them feel accomplished. They see results, mm-hmm. right? They mm-hmm. see the muscles firming. They see the weight mm-hmm. losing. They see fitting into better clothing. They feel more confident. This is why people make health a part of their routine. And Some of your listeners probably have a yoga practice or a meditation practice or a morning routine, if not a workout and a diet routine as well. Mm -hmm. All I advocate for is for people to have a dating practice, Mm. right? Ah. And do it as diligently as you do these other things and you will see results, right? Mm. If you begrudgingly go to the gym and read a magazine on a treadmill for 10 minutes, you can't be surprised if you don't lose weight. If you eat dinner, watch TV, swipe on 10 guys, and then say, "Ugh, I hate this. That's 10 minutes on the treadmill reading a magazine. You're not really dating conscientiously. You're not dating with intention. You're not putting too much thought into it. You're not carving out consistent time for it. And the results are similar. So in Love You, all we do is I'm the personal trainer. Love You is the gym. And I give people a dating practice to follow and customize to their liking so that it feels good and you can integrate this into your life instead of, I sort of hope the right man plucks me out of my home while I work remotely. Because that's not yes. a great dating strategy. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love that. A dating practice. It should be. Like to dedicate your time and your energy to that. It's important. Not a lot. Um, half hour half hour a day is all I would ever ask anybody to do. Yeah. Better than the gym, I think. <laughs> rather, I'd rather have a dating practice. So, uh, love you. I actually had wrote this down here. The world's most effective program in helping you regain your confidence, fix your broken man picker. I love that. And get the unconditional love you deserve. It's not just a coaching course, but a community of inspiring women who are taking control of their destinies. So true rewriting their love stories and living happily ever after. Is that like your, your main, main course there? Uh, yeah, I, um, I created love you in 2015. It's like my life's work. It's a massive online curriculum, uh, 26 weeks intended to, right. This is people who are looking for quick fixes. There is no quick fix. If someone said, I want to lose 30 pounds in the next five weeks, someone would be like, takes a little longer than that. So we're turning out around yeah. a whole lifetime of 
questionable dating and relationship choices. First month is on confidence, then meeting men, dating, understanding men, relationships, and commitment. We give you about a half hour of video a week, 10 three-minute videos each week. It's really, really short, mm. to the point. Right. So if you give me a half hour a week, right, the original tagline on Love You, by the way, was give me five minutes a day, I will give you a husband. So oh. my job is to give you in small doses. You don't have to listen to 100 podcasts. Here's a half hour a week, core information you yeah. need to know to make different choices. Establish yourself a dating practice in week seven of Love You, which is the one on online dating. So you don't date for the first six weeks of the course. We get your confidence back. I teach you how to date online more effectively and hold your hand through the rest of the process. And really, that's just the knowledge base. The key part is the coaching in the community because I've got all these smart, strong, successful women who come here and every Tuesday night, eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific. We get on the phone for two hours. There's 30 women across the screen. It's a big love fest. Everybody asks questions and sticks around and makes friends with each other and gets together in real life. And so we have this whole community of women who have been burned by love, don't trust their judgment, don't want to give up, and can't turn to their friend who's been married for 30 years and can't turn to their friend who gave up on love entirely and can't turn to their friend who has a miserable relationship and hates men. Right. None of them are constructive mm -hmm. for our purposes, which is how do I do this thing better? So yeah. I work with some amazing women who are committed to getting results. And I guess it is a little bit like a, a, a personal yeah. trainer with a, with a boot camp at the gym. Uh, yeah. But I only, I only ask people to, to take this as seriously as you would take your job. Your job takes up 40, 50 hours a week. How much time are you dedicating to the mm -hmm. pursuit of lasting love? And if you could carve out a yeah. fraction of that time for me, I can help you. Damn, I almost wish I was single. <laughs> Just so much to do. That is so I, good. I, Genius. I hope, for, I hope for your sake, Wendy, that your relationship continues to go well. I know if I hear from you again, something went horribly wrong. Well, I'll know where I can turn to in case something does go wrong. Hopefully not. So, um, so yeah, that is the, that is your main, like, is that your go-to? Like, is that where someone would start with that course? Um, I mean, what I try to do win? is, get, what I, no, I think, and thank you for asking. I, and I yeah. certainly didn't intend this as a promotional thing. Um, mm -hmm. my intention is to give away as much free information as I can. And that's mm -hmm. why I go on podcasts and that's why I have an Instagram following and a YouTube channel and a Facebook group and this new Substack newsletter where I answer reader questions. And um, I, I have a blog right? when you said I got 35 million yeah. people. That's because people are searching things in the middle of the night. And I've written yeah. so much for 15 years that whatever you look up, I've written about it somewhere before. So <laughs> if you get all this free information online that's mm -hmm. making you think, oh my God, yeah. this, you know, I, mm -hmm. there is a solution and your life hasn't changed. That's yeah. when you apply for coaching is you're listening, you're listening, you're learning, you're learning, you're doing therapy, you're listening, your podcast, you read your books and your life is the same. Yes. When you're ready for your life to change, that's when you come to love you. You go to evanmarkcats.com forward slash apply. Watch a short mm -hmm. video that Wendy watched, put in your name and email address, and 
We'll get on the phone. We'll figure out what course of action is ideal for you. I'm not here to convince you to sign up for coaching. This is only for people who are really ready to make that commitment. Otherwise, tons of free shit. Yeah, I was going to say, like I said in the beginning, like your website has a ton of stuff on there. Plus you have the podcast too, right? I I guess I forgot that. Yeah, the the Love You (laughs) podcast is uh, something I put out twice a week. It's like I, I do so much free stuff that I sometimes yeah. forget how, how much I actually have. Um, <laughs> but it's because I'm never bored when I'm never bored by this topic. Like, oh, no. I can, I, I can this, answer yeah. the same questions. And it's like Billy Joel playing piano, man. It's it's just never old. Yeah. And it's always I mean, it's changing and it's not right. Like there's might be some a new app out there or something like that. But at the same time, love is love. That's like the common denominator. I think that's a really important observation. I often get questions that are where people think that their needs are so unique and specific, right? Evan, you know, I noticed some of the testimonials of the happily married couples on your website are people in their 30s. You know, you should do something specifically for people in their 60s because we're dealing with men who are retiring, who have erectile dysfunction. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's a very specific question. And we do talk about that and we can talk about that. But the overarching thing is, yeah. how do I operate from a place of confidence? Yeah. How do I overcome my past decisions, stuff I inherited from watching my parents at Direct when I was young? How mm-hmm. can I be what I, my, my metaphor, the CEO of your love life instead of being the intern who puts up with whatever anybody will offer just because you want a job? Mm-hmm. How can I step into yep. being the CEO of my love life and interviewing mm-hmm. guys and seeing who's worthy of getting the job because I know it yeah. all intellectually, but I'm not living it. And so that's yeah. the idea is every woman I work with is a superstar in her own right. But just because you're a superstar doesn't mean you have it dialed in when it comes to love. And yeah. if you are looking at yourself and you're like, I don't want to be 70 and asking myself these same questions. Mm-hmm. This is how you stop the madness and really like this is your intervention with yourself this is your gift to yourself right because you've given your whole life to your ex-husband given your whole life to your kids and a lot of people say i I can't do that i'm still putting kids through college when are you ever going to do something for your own happiness yes exactly yeah put on your oxygen mask first and then you worry about putting it on the kids so it's it's certainly (laughs) not for the faint certainly not for the faint of heart um, but for people who are not in the position to to make that investment in themselves, uh, get on my mailing list, take my quiz, subscribe to the Substack, listen to the podcast. I, I, it is my pleasure if I could help you without you ever having to spend a dollar. You're you're awesome. Uh, speaking of free, <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was that little gift that you had? Yeah. Um, for listeners of your podcast, if you've made it this far and you haven't, you know, pushed fast forward or hung up yet, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm offering a special gift. Uh, it is uh, seven massive mistakes you're making in your love life uh, and how to turn them around. Uh, all you have to do is go to evanmarkcats.com, E-V-A-N-M-A-R-C-K-A-T-Z.com forward slash midlife. And uh, put in your name and email address. You'll be on my mailing list. It's a 25-page special report. I think it will resonate with you. 
Uh, If it doesn't, you can send me a nasty email, but I think it's going to resonate with you. And um, we'll start our relationship there. Yes. And I'll put that link in the show notes, you guys, in case you don't catch that. Um, This has been awesome, Evan. And you are definitely the master of metaphors. (laughs) I should probably find a a new trick, but... uh, but yeah, I, 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 I'm listening to myself. I'm thinking I should probably say something a little bit more tangible, <laughs> tangible rather than metaphorical. But you but know, like it could be such a complicated thing for people and metaphors do simplify it. We're like, okay, we get that grocery store. Got it. Yeah. Like the gym. Uh-huh. I, 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 I think there's understanding the metaphor and then figuring out how does this apply to me? Yes. How does it apply to me and the guy I'm seeing right now? And if you struggle with that question, then I'd I'd be honored to help you answer that as your coach. You're so awesome. Thank you so much, Evan. And everyone Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, You can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.